Oakley Oakley. Welcome everyone to episode number 26 of Gears and Beers, the portion of the Life Short Live Free podcast where we talk about gear we love, gear we hate, gun industry news, and whatever dumb shit we can find. Tonight we're going to be talking about the KT Tactical Balanced Rail System, Grace Optics M1 Red Dot, Balancing Strength with Weight on your AR, the Holosun 508T V2, and House Bills 8 and 1446. Tonight, we've got our panel, as always, that creep up on the corner, Mr. Johnson. And down below, yeah. we've got Sam of Shyworks, the owner of Shyworks, and coincidentally, the sponsor of tonight's show. Howdy. And this is a little bit of work from Shyworks. Just if you're wondering what they can do for you. They are Iowa's preferred Cerakote applicator. I don't know why he says Iowa's preferred Cerakote applicator when he's doing work all over the country. So, you know, they're, they're, they're pretty good. They're doing all right. So if you want your, got your firearms customized, uh, go ahead and hit up Shyworks. And you were laughing at me, Sam? Yeah, they're, they're okay. I mean, they're all right. <laughs> they're doing okay. <laughs> they're all right yeah yeah they are all right and uh, i'm your host box the owner of mike saying hi again <laughs> he's just gonna hi, say hi <laughs> the owner of ballistic imagery and uh we are running a deal on our website we do artwork and photography and videography and i have a store up on my website ballisticimagery.com and I'm going to be offering, I forgot, oh man, this is embarrassing. I forgot how much I'm offering off tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I didn't. This reminds me. A certain uh, percentage off. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a coupon and you get some money off. That's all you need to know. Actually, no, if you go and order this print that you see on the website tonight before midnight, you will get 19.11% off your order of this print. And that can save you some ah. uh, Ooh, some that's... some good money if you enter code gears and beers at checkout. Some real coinage. Yeah, I'm pretty clever, huh? Yeah, I like it. Looks pretty sweet. And before we move on, most of you regulars know if you share the feed and comment down below that you shared the feed. Excuse me. We will uh, give away a sticker at the end of the show. And if we get 20 shares by the end of the show, we'll also give away a Shyworks metal patch on a little dealy like this. They're pretty sweet. They've got Velcro on the back. They're pretty pretty gnarly. Yeah, they're awesome. Okay. Well, I think that's all we have for the introduction. Johnson, I saw you were drinking something funny. What are you drinking? Just a little Pacifico. Oh, not bad. Yeah, that's it's one of my what, favorites. What a Pacifico beer? Yeah, I've never never heard of it. I guess La Cerveza del Pacifico. So it's uh, Mexican made beer. It's brewed in Mexico. It's in oh, I don't remember. It's like Corona, but a hundred times better and doesn't suck. It's yeah, it's it's really good. I don't remember where the hell Fair it's enough. made, but it, yeah, it's good uh, Mexican beer. Corona is piss compared to Pacifico. I mean, Pacifico, I don't like Corona at all. Well, I, I mean, like Corona. I'm a I'm a Corona fan. There's a lot of good Mexican beers like uh, Pacifico, Victoria. Uh, 
Tecate. You know, Tecate. Tecate is awesome. Yeah. I'll even, I'm even, I like Modelo even better than Corona, honestly. Modelo? That's how it's pronounced. It's Modelo. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Modelo. But I always thought it was Modelo. <laughs> I did too. Modelo, well, if you're Modelo, on, whatever. Don't matter. The comment section is pretty slow. If you guys are in here watching, if you're drinking a beer, let us know what you're drinking. Hop into the comment section. And or even if it's crap. not beer. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, and invite your friends. Come on. Bring all your friends. Nobody's even shared yet. What the hell, guys? Come on. Yeah, so a big thing, a big thing with uh, the shares that I think we're having trouble with is not a lot of people see our stuff. Um, Facebook is, you know, not very happy with us because we talk about guns a lot. So it How is what it is. Dare we? <laughs> right? Yeah. Bush, Shinerbach, Modelo. Shiner right. cheer beer. What Shiner cheer beer do you have, Miles? Because I've got, uh, I just this weekend got a six pack of Shiner. Uh, oh, what the hell is it? Candied pecan. Ooh, it's good stuff. But God, you you can only drink one of them, and you almost have to have like a, a brownie or a piece of cake or something with it. <laughs> it's <laughs> more of a dessert beer. But it was good. Okay, moving on. How about we talk about the uh, the communist shit right off the bat, Sam? Ugh. The old house uh, bills. So talking about this, the house bills. Yeah, and these are. I'm actually, I'm actually fairly concerned about these um, because they're they're um, conveyed in such a way that oh, it's it's all about safety, and I think. I think uh, there's some Republicans that are fucking stupid enough to fall for this. Um, the two bills we're talking about that that are rumored to be coming up for a vote here before too long is uh, HR8, HR8, that's a background check act of 2021, and then also a um, HR 1446, which is another background check bill. It's an enhanced background check bill. Mm-hmm. Um, Basically, the HR8 is uh, what this does. It's basically requiring you to get a background check on all private sales. Well, it is on all private sales. Say if I sold to um, to anyone, um, you, need, you need a background check on it. Um, there are some very limited, uh, very limited um exemptions for this um and i think one of them is and get this this is how freaking ridiculously ludicrous this is a father can give his son can gift his son a gun Mm -hmm. that's that's legal under this um but he can't sell it to him so he can oh here's a free gun here you go it's free but if the son gives him a dollar then then they're both felons and guess what felons you go to prison for over a year that makes absolutely no freaking sense um the other part of it is uh, there's um there's a few exemptions so and the way that i read this i'm actually i read through the bill and there's there these bills are impossible to understand but i spent quite a bit of time reading it so i understood this um i can't if i'm not at a shooting range if i'm not hunting or fishing um or something like that, I can't even hand you a gun. So the way that I read it, if we're, if we're, 
in my house. And Johnson's here, hey, look at my new gun. I hand him it. That's according to what I can can understand from the from the way that this bill is written. That would make us felons and we'd be going to prison. And um, and the stupid thing about this is there's I don't I don't understand like it's clearly not about safety because it's it's like there's no way to enforce that. No, it's hundred percent unenforceable. There's so no way. stupid. Um and the the, the the ironic thing is the sponsor of this bill, he mentioned, oh, we need to be better. And he mentioned Sandy Hook. I think it might have been on the anniversary of Sandy Hook. It's, a, you know, we look at Sandy Hook and we got to do better about our background check systems. Guess what, dumbass? The guy shot his mom in the head and stole her gun. There was no mm -hmm. background check involved. There's no background check in the world that would have stopped that. You can't legislate evil. That's just what it is. Right. Um, there was, um, that's pretty much the extent of the bill. There also is another, um, another thing in there that it says um, a temporary transfer is okay if it's to prevent imminent death or bodily harm. So basically they're saying, including domestic violence, dating pardon, violence, sexual assault, stalking, domestic abuse, um, so they're saying that's okay, but um, they say only for that very short specific time. So if I was leaving town, say I'm going on a business trip and my girlfriend is scared to stay at home by herself, there's no specific threat there. I give her a gun, but guess what? We're both, we're both felons. Um, and the problem with this is, say there was a specific threat and we we're kind of a little worried about it, but we didn't want to break the law. Well, then we got to go through a background check. We go in there, you pay 20, 25 to $50 for your background check to transfer it from me to her. Um, there's a up to at this point in time, a three day waiting, to, waiting period. So it may not even come back and that say, you know, we didn't get it in time and the weekend comes and it's not, you know, too bad. You don't get a freaking gun. She gets, somebody breaks into her house and murders her. You know, that's, that's on this yeah. bill. That's the problem. And then the other issue is when you give it back to them, you got to redo the background check. That's another $25 to $50. It's yeah. absolutely asinine. You're taxing some, you're taxing, handing me a gun back and forth. You know, that's not in the constitution says shall not be infringed. It doesn't say you have to pay the government to freaking to transfer weapons. It's, it's absolutely asinine. Absolutely so, absurd. So you can't go to the gun shop and handle a few firearms. Um, my understanding is, so it's, that would be okay still because, um, it mentions, I don't know. I'm cause... sure guns, sure guns, gun stores are okay. I mean, that'd be completely fucking ludicrous. Oh yeah, I know. Weren't. It does say shooting range or shooting gallery or, or area designated for the purpose of target shooting. Um, so you could hand it to them if you're in a shooting gallery it also does hunting but it also specifies while in the presence of the transfer so you have to i can't lend i can't lend johnson my gun to go hunting i gotta lend him my gun and then i gotta walk along with him you gotta go with him yeah so if gun goes down if his remington 870 goes down and he's going on a hunting trip this weekend too bad because i can't give him a gun unless i'm going with him that's ludicrous um so the problem is I see with this, I, I foresee 
I'm very concerned about this passing actually, because it will pass the house. That's a done mm-hmm. deal. The Senate is 50, 50 with a tiebreaker Kamala. Um, I don't see maybe man Munchin or mansion, whatever the hell his name is possibly flipping on it. I don't see it. I see it passing the Senate too. And then of course, Joe's going to sign it. He don't even know what the fuck he sent. He's signing. Um, so my, my advice, if this does pass, don't fucking follow it. My, I will not be, I will not be complying with this. I will not be following this law and my business will not be, will not be offering background checks to private sales. If you walk in here and say, Hey, I want a background check from me to him too bad. Go break the law and get out of here. I'm not, I'm not condoning this bullshit unconstitutional act. I'm not going to do it. Um, and I feel like a lot of company, a lot of businesses will do that. Um, and the ones that don't, that don't, that don't do that, that actually take advantage of that added money, guess what? They're going to jack the hell out of their prices. 50, right. 100 bucks for every single transfer. Say their transfer fee is 50 bucks. They're going to, 50 bucks coming in, 50 bucks going back out. That's $100 just to loan your buddy a freaking gun for the weekend. Right. So yeah. I don't, under, there's no well, possible. And I, don't, I don't see individuals following this either, just for no. the sole fact that, like, oh, we're going to go out to the range and I'm just going to, hey, why don't you take a few shots? And they're not, nobody's going to follow that and nobody's going to enforce it, is the thing. You know, no. it's so dumb. Well, I, I know several cops and there's usually, there's usually one or two in here um, giving a shit in the comments. Um, they're not going to enforce this either. I have no, I, they could walk in this store, this door right here. And I would tell them, I'm not following this law. They'd say, hell yeah, more power to you, buddy. It depends. It depends on the location. Cause there's Absolutely. definitely cop. There's definitely cops out there that are like, oh yeah. If there's a new law, a new gun law, like I just watched the Reno May video about some dude who got pulled over, had shit in his trunk and they like took everything. Because yeah. they were, I mean, he I'm was excited saying. to, to, he saw like a box of ammo in the back seat and was like, Oh, you got guns. Yeah. We're going to search you. And it's like, oh. yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of cops like that. This specific area and the cops that I know, at least, right. you know, not going to, uh, anyways, I'm going to move on a bitch enough about this. The other bill is, um, HR 1446. It's enhanced, enhanced background checks. And I mentioned that a background check, can take up to three days and then they have to transfer it to you if they if the atf doesn't get back or next doesn't get back to you on it this one from what i understand it takes that away completely so the um the fbi can just refuse to do a background check on you and legally they could stop you from ever purchasing it purchasing a gun again mm-hmm. um there is like a, one of my good friends he comes in here quite often and every single time he purchases a gun, he gets a background check. And every single time it goes the full three days uh, because there's something in his past or somebody with the same name as him that gets flagged and they just, they research it. So there's a good chance that he would never be able to buy a gun again. I mean, if the government didn't want to, um, and that that's, if you read the constitution shall not be infringed, it doesn't say if the government doesn't want you to have a gun, they're legally allowed to do that now. That's completely, completely unconstitutional. Let's read the letter of the law. 
Um, so well, and the, and the could, worst thing about this, the worst thing about this 1446 is that it's, um, it, it's the time frame, right? So it's like, uh, not fewer than 10 days, right? So you have like a 10 day, a 10 day wait. And then if that right. 10 days doesn't come back, then you have 10 days to petition. So like to dispute the denied background yep. or like the denied sale or whatever. And then if 10 business days, and this is business days, mind you, no, not weekends, not calendar days, this is business days. It's like you could, it could end up being a month long process. And if you miss it by a couple of days, you got to start the whole thing over again. Yep. There's another, and then it talks about here the, at the bottom, an additional 25 days after the date. I couldn't follow along with all of this. It's jumbo. It's just gargled mess. Oh yeah. Shit. It's all bounced like any around. Bill is. I couldn't follow it. So the NRA is saying that it could be delayed indefinitely which I 100% believe. So um, I don't, well, and I I see this might as a good possibility of passing too. So the scary Um, part about HR8 is that there are 232 co-sponsors right now. Yeah. So um, if you go, if you go to congress.gov and, and look at the bills, um, you can look at the co-sponsors and there are actually um, 232 co-sponsors on HR 8, 227 of which are Democratic, and there's five Republican uh, co-sponsors to this. Um, Peter King from New York, Brian Fitzpatrick from Pennsylvania, uh, Brian Mass from Florida, Fred Upton from Michigan, and Christopher Smith from New Jersey. Um, but if you look at HR 1446, the Enhanced Background Checks Act, um, there are 81 co-sponsors. There were 60 original co-sponsors when the bill was um, brought forth. Um, there are currently 81, all of which are Democratic. So there, the scary thing is on HR 8, there was nine original co-sponsors to this bill when it was introduced. So it started with nine co-sponsors, and there's already 232. It's well, yeah. It's so that one. It's passing the house for sure. That I'm one is, it. yeah, pretty sketchy. So I, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, write your congressman, your senator, mainly your senators. Um, we're gonna have to lay it on pretty heavy. Um, the only hope that we do have, if could be declared, I mean. They could people could be sued. The government could be sued over this, in which case it'd end up in litigation, stop it from being enacted right away, and possibly go to the Supreme Court. But the way the Supreme Court has been acting, even since we've got the six to three advantage, they're a bunch of sorry to say fucking pussies. So I don't see them yeah. really doing anything for us either. So right. Um, anyways, don't give up, right, your senators. Let's let's yeah, move on. And before well, I'm a big. A big, a big way to uh, an, an easy way and a good way to contact your representatives is through uh, like Gun Owners of America, uh, Firearms Policy Coalition. Um, they all have they all have quick and easy ways to kind of um, write your representatives and send an email 
basically, you know, saying you're opposed to this and you think they should be opposed to it as well. So go check those places out. Um, Join Gun Owners of America, Firearms Policy Coalition, all those places that are that are trying to help fight this stuff. So also join Iowa uh, Firearms Coalition. They're the ones in Iowa Coalition. And right now they're actually right now they're actually going to give us constitutional carry that's that's going to get through and supposedly it is pretty much a done deal and as of january 1st if everything goes smooth it will be enact it will be in law Jan- july 1st did i say january uh it, I don't know. july 1st <laughs> that's so write your senators your 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 representatives let them know you want that shit passed through and join iowa firearms coalition as well so absolutely box back to you Okay, do we want to move on to some more dumb shit? <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, let's do it. Have you guys heard of this KT Tactical balanced rail system? I no. I haven't. I looked at it when I read it on our deal. It's I, it's balanced. terrible. I'll it t- doesn't seem like a good deal. No. I mean, the idea, sure. But this block up here that you see on the front of this Glock, it's just a weight that attaches to the front of your Glock, and it also has a rail on there, so you can attach other accessories like a light. But it's just a weight to help with the recoil of of your Glock. But they, they market this as a solution for concealed carriers which to me is just dumber than all hell they're like oh it's got a a rail on the bottom too so you can uh, you can uh, attach your accessories okay you might be able to attach your accessories but you're never going to be able to fucking carry anything with it even with that block on there and who the hell's making a holster for that thing with a light on the bottom of it and literally mention trying to activate your light when it's an inch below where it normally sits. Yep. And they said another positive point from this that they said, or plus that they said of this thing is it gives you a place to rest your index finger when you're not on the trigger that in itself, fucking no, your finger is supposed to be above the trigger on the frame, not in front of the trigger. So uh. they, they just have no fucking clue what they're talking about or what they're doing and just an all around terrible idea. And guess how much that hunk of piece of shit costs? It's fucking gotta be a- $80. Oh my God. For how a much f- is it weigh? I don't know. I didn't care as care enough to fucking look. It's gotta Jesus. be a lot, but Oh my God. Just don't Why so would- attach shit like that to your pistols, people. If you're never going to carry it, if you're going to take it to the range and fuck around with it, sure, do whatever the hell you want. But don't buy something like that expecting to be able to carry it. It's dumb as fuck. It yeah, ruins and, your uh, gun. And you're never, ever going to find a holster for it. Ever. No, never. Just it's like two, uh, two, two ounces, it looks like. There's a two-ounce weight in there. Wow. Jesus Christ. Why wouldn't you just put a light on i don't understand right oh it attaches to your rail on the 43 okay or to your trigger guard because there's no rail on a lot of 43s yeah right and they're saying well it adds a rail yeah well if i put a light on it 
it the light i can't even use the light it's way <laughs> da- it's down here i can't no and that would look like ungodly stupid oh jeez. I, I mean some people might think oh i can find a custom holster maker to make me a holster for this no you're not going to be able to you know how often if you don't know i used to manufacture holsters for shyworks here for a couple years so i was in a few in quite a few holster maker groups here on facebook and in that community all the time people would post shit like that and be like who wants this piece of shit and everyone was like nope not fucking touching that thing with a 10 feet pull and 10 foot pull nobody oh. wants to do it because it's garbage right it's a terrible idea it's stupid please stop doing this thing to your guns <laughs> I have no way can that thing shut up Sam, <laughs> Sam, you gotta <laughs> stop with that Sam applauds it <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. That one is pretty freaking stupid. And I think there's other solutions as far as rails that aren't near as retarded. I can't. I haven't found any. For Even like those a are 43x. I haven't found any. Like, cause I'm I'm a big. I like having a light on a gun. I think you should have a weapon mounted light on a gun. And like, I'm gonna get for the 43x. I'm getting a TLR six. They're only a hundred lumens and they suck, but that's gonna, what's available. That's what's available for a 43 X. And that's what I'm using. It's better than no light. Do you the have 40, a railed one? No, the 40, the TLR six is the only thing that actually attaches to the front of the trigger guard for like the 43 X and 48 non MOS non railed versions. It's the only light available for them. Surely somebody's going to come out with something else before long. You mean, I mean, oh, there's I a lot of money to no, be made there. I doubt no, it because, because they came out with the 43X MOS, which has a rail on it. Ah, yeah. yeah. So if they're not the 43X, the non-railed 40, like 42, 43, 43X that has no rail. Streamlight's kind of got it covered with the TLR6 and everybody else is like, yeah, they can get that market share. We're getting, you know. We're going to keep making all the good lights that go on a rail. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know. To me, like at right now, I couldn't get a 43X MOS. That's what I wanted, but I couldn't get one. So I would just have a 43X and it'll have a TLR6 on it because that's what's available. But I'm not going to put something like this garbage on there. That's for damn sure. What bothers me most about this thing is they market it to people that are going to carry they don't if you want to market to like competitive shooters fine whatever that's a thing people do that and which mind you with much better looking equipment than that fucking hunk of shit and they're not gonna do put weights on their gun they do but who's gonna competition carry a single stack 10 round fucking 43x all right (laughs) like come you know if you're gonna build like a weight to hang on the front of a gun build it for something normal like you know a competition gun a 2011 uh something not this shit they think they're being so fucking clever with that but Uh, i'm sorry guys big swing and a fucking miss yeah can the 43x be modded with a laser cut you can cut it as much as you want Freaking lasers, man! I assume you mean. I assume you mean stippling miles, and in which case, yes, absolutely. I I actually have mine done. 
Um, I think he means like know. actually like laser cut a rail into the bottom of the frame. And I don't think so because it's it's all it's round and smoothed no. off at the bottom. It doesn't actually have like a square bottom front of the frame in front of the trigger guard. It's not square like it needs no, to be to have a there rail. wouldn't be enough so, material. Uh-uh. Yeah, there wouldn't wouldn't be enough material up there to do that. Put a rail in with the laser. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought you meant. I don't I don't think that's really an option. There's just not enough material there. Um, yeah, I've looked. I've even gone as far as looking on like Gunbroker to just get a 43x MOS frame, like just a railed frame, and even do another. You Give know. it a year. Give it a year. They'll be back up there. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. So. Miles says it's a solution in search of a problem. Actually, I'm not even I'm not even sure it's a solution, Miles. It's just all around garbage. Yeah, it's, it's pretty dumb. Bad. It's real dumb. Yeah, it's pretty bad. They're like 15 years behind everyone else that has been putting weights on their on their pistols. Right. But they're like, oh, we can 3D print now. We're ahead of the game. Mm. Yeah, and I'll put a slug of tungsten in it, and everybody will buy it. Well, they're, yeah, they're just looking, hmm, what, what products can we put out that are uh, 3D printed? Ooh, we can do this. All right. Oh, I got to grab something quick. I wanted to ask your guys' opinion about something that I got today. Let me grab it quick. Ah, okay. Well, we got to fill a little bit of time then. We're going to jump over to Johnson for our next topic, but I guess we're just going to hang out here maybe we can talk about that oh what do you got there johnson speaking of stupid products and weird things that you don't need i got one today (laughs) neat magpul daca pouch daca pouch daca pouch that is yes products that you don't need but what are you going to use it for well and that's what i'm wondering I just saw it and I've, I've never like been hands on with one and they had one at uh, Cabela's or Bass Pro Shops and I was there today and I was like, oh man, Why I, grab one, just, I was killing time, dropped June off for her eye surgery Oh right. and only right, one right. person can go in. So me and Wyatt just went to Bass Pro Shops, walked around there for like 45 minutes, got bored, drove to Cabela's, walked around there for 20 minutes. <laughs> so um but they're like they're watertight they're really nice you know like magpul makes nice shit it's a nice product but i don't it's know what to do with it like it's like like you could submerge it and it was so i've seen some tests you can submerge them and they seem to be pretty well watertight but they just say that the like the zipper is water resistant they don't yeah, claim it as like a dry bag but I don't know. It's like, to me, I think you could, you know, kind of like label these as like cleaning stuff. You can throw a bunch of ammo in these and they make some different sizes and colors and shit. But like for like a med pouch. Miles, could, Miles asks, is that just a fancy two-way marketed pencil case? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you've had yeah, a I'm badass bad. trapper keeper in LA. I did. It was a fucking leather Harley Davidson one. It was awesome. But anyway, <laughs> um, I, the only thing I was thinking of is like, this could be a good, like, cause they make bright orange ones. And I thought that could be just like a good throw it in the truck med kit. If you just threw like some combat gauze, some 
you know, bandages and a tourniquet and shit in there. You could throw yeah. this in the back, like back pocket of your seat. You know what yeah. I mean? That'd be that'd be a good, easy uh, med kit deal. And I I was even thinking just like spare parts and like range random range stuff that you would take you know spare parts cleaning stuff random shit i thought there i mean i don't know it's like you could do that with so many different items but i don't know they're kind of cool how much how much is one 80 dollars um, the, the smalls are like 18 and these like medium ones which this is like i don't know 12 by 8 maybe about the size of a sheet of paper a little narrower um but they're, I think, like 21. They're not, like, astronomically expensive. Not but... horrible. And oh. if you're um, – I could see use for one, say, uh, it's in your go bag, um, and that's where you keep your fire starting gear, you know? Yeah. Shit and that you want to keep – shit that you want to keep dry. So the one that – or the one thing that I kind of liked about them is they do have, like, the dot matrix on them. So if you have, like, paint pens, you can kind of mark them, or if you have paint pens just right on the side of it, you know? what they are if you do have just a backpack you could stack a whole bunch of these in there and instead of filling all the different pockets on your bag you could just fill these up throw them in and then just grab the pouch that has the shit in it that you want out of the bag right right yeah so it could be kind of i'd be useful for like camping or something but i'd seen those before and i probably would have I, I'm not intrigued enough to order one but I probably would have grabbed one I guess if I saw them on sitting there on the yeah I've seen them I've seen them on sale time. 25 times on primary arms you know but I just ran right. by one today and I'd never been hands-on with one and I was like ah shit I'll just grab one so yeah, yeah. I don't know they're kind of cool you know yep. pretty neat bag <laughs> pretty neat pencil case you just you just add a freaking strap to it and then you can just carry it over your shoulder and walk around with it all day they've got holes in the corners for like putting carabiners I through them to like put a bunch of them together you know so you can kind of like stack a bunch of them mm. i don't know my wife said the same thing i was like i got one of these while i was at bath pro and she's like a fancy pencil bag and i was like <laughs> i think so yeah i think <laughs> that's purse. what i spent it's money on a yep. purse it's a purse <laughs> yeah <laughs> Okay, well, I guess we're probably done talking about that pencil case. So, <laughs> how about we move yeah, on? That took up a lot of time, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somehow. Why don't we move on to your other topic there, Johnson? Uh, your wife's build. Yeah, so um, Shabray has been wanting to build an AR for a little while. Um, ever since I got my competition rifle done, um, she's shot and handled all my other rifles, but she, she really liked that competition build that I did just cause it was like super light. Um, and she wants something similar. Um, she's decided on a 12 and a half inch barrel. Um, so we got that coming, but I, we've been kind of stuck on some of the other parts. Um, because I'm giving some recommendations and kind of giving her some options and seeing what she likes, but there's not a lot of agreement going on. Cause I'm trying to get her to build something that's quality. Um, you know, that's, that's going to last forever. That's going to be a heavy duty 
you know, uh, duty kind of gun that's, you're never going to break it. And she just wants something that's really freaking light. You know, she does, she's like, I don't care as long as it's light. So I'm kind of trying to figure out how to, how to balance that. Like, um, you know, between, uh, what rail is going to be lightweight and not put a bunch of weight out on the front of the gun, but not be an ugly chintzy piece of shit. And, you know, like I want to put a light on it and, you know, she basically, uh, a flashlight, a red dot and a sling are basically like the things that I want to make sure she has on it. Um, and so we were kind of going through some stuff, you know, as far as for angled foregrips or hand stops or stocks or all kinds of other stuff. But, um, <clears throat> I don't know, just kind of looking for some recommendations as far as what is it, what are good compromises, you know, for weight versus strength. I've, I don't know. At 12 and a half inches, I mean, it's going to be pretty light anyways. It is, it is a government profile barrel. So it's not like super light. Cause like that 16, 16 inch that I did is like a really, really light rail and a pencil 16 inch barrel. So, I mean, it, and that gun with a sling on it was six pounds, 0.5 ounces with a red dot and a sling. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, the profile of your barrel, that's really the biggest one um, mm -hmm. on a, especially on a pistol build. Um, I mean, really yeah, there's only yeah, a pistol build. Mm -hmm. There's not a, there's not a whole lot else areas you can cut weight too much. I mean, your, your pistol grip, you know, if you're, if you go with a metal one, as opposed to a light plastic one, you can cut a little bit of weight there. Um, your sock. So we were, it was funny. We were actually talking about grips last night. Um, I was kind of, I had some options for him. I was letting her hold a few different rifles. And you know what one she liked the most? So I've got like a BCM, BCM Mod 3, a Magpul K2, a Magpul K2 Plus, an A2, and I don't remember what else. I, another one. And you know what one she liked most? No idea. The fucking A2. Stock ass A2 grip. I hate those. I was like, what is wrong? You're wrong. I don't like that you're wrong. <laughs> and she's like, that's the one I like the most. She le she legitimately likes the angle of she didn't like the finger groove on it. But that's she likes fixable. Yeah. I was like, I can grind that shit off. <laughs> but she liked the angle of the A2 versus like the Magpul K2 or the BCM Mod Zero, which are all like, you know, increased grip angle, which more vertical grip angle. And she liked this kind of standard grip angle better. So it's like, do I just get her like a standard Magpul MOE or like a Magpul SL grip that, mm -hmm. you know, it's like. Does she got small Harry? hands? No, she has huge hands. She has bigger hands than me. <laughs> well, that's not saying much. I got little troll hands, but 
get her the uh, get her the A two. Get her the one that she she likes. Yeah, I guess I can just file the file the finger groove off it. We could, then we could we could stipple that bad boy too. Right. Make her fancy. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be so badass. And engra- <laughs> laser engrave a chicken into the grip there. There you go. She would she would definitely go for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, yeah, like Sam was saying, I really the only places you can cut very much weight are your barrel, your handguard, and your stock. Mm-hmm. And your stock, I mean, I think at least the t- at, it was last I looked like six years ago when I first built my first AR. The lightest stock you could get was that Battlelink minim- minimalist one, and that's a pretty stout fucking. Yeah, stock. I've got one so of that's not a gun. That's serious. I mean, yeah. but mind you, box. This is a twelve and a half inch barrel, so this is gonna have to be a pistol build. Oh right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. But mm. we we definitely discussed the minimalist and how light that is. But then you know, I I let her know we can't do that because that's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I would agree. I think that is still technically the lightest. I don't know what, because they use some like DuPont polymer that's super light, but it's really strong. Um, but yeah, we talked about that. So like, and I was kind of on the same, you know, I was kind of on the same mission of like, yeah, there's really not a whole lot of places to cut weight. Just don't put a bunch of shit on it, you know? Um, yeah, I mean it's a twelve and a half inch pistol, so it's going to be around six, seven pounds. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. At with most, the red dot. I mean, you could, if you really wanted to, put a lightweight bolt carrier in there, but I wouldn't, not for that. No, um, no. I, I actually, on that, I just ordered a PSA had a nickel boron. Uh, full auto bolt carrier group for 160 bucks, I think, is what I just ordered it for. And it was in stock. Would you believe that? Yeah, I was, was going to say, that's, uh, that's uh, <laughs> surprising that, that it's in stock. I thought you were wanting a rifle that's never going to break down, and you're going with a Palmetto bolt carrier? Uh, yeah. Mm. Shit. Do you know Do you know mm. how many fucking spare bolt carrier parts I have? I got gas rings, I got extractors, springs, O-rings. I've got it all. If it breaks. Yeah, those parts ain't gonna do any good at the end of the world when she's fucked without a gun that doesn't work out in the middle of a field broken down ar (laughs) god i hope (laughs) she's gonna be in a world of hurt because if she's out in the middle of a field with a broken down ar that means i'm long gone (laughs) (laughs) yeah we've already (laughs) suffered some shit at that point oh yeah yeah i don't know what else to tell you yeah, I'm weight. I'm kind of at a honestly kind of uh, a loss. They got these they got these new uh, helium infused uh, stocks. Oh, makes them makes them lighter. Yeah, they're pretty sweet. And then you know if you there's a little valve on them too, you can get a little hit every now and then. I bet you can <laughs> probably find some some accessories and furniture made out of carbon fiber. Uh, actually, we ran into a, um, last time we are at SHOT Show, obviously we weren't at SHOT Show this year because they didn't have it because fucking COVID, but last year, um, they had, it was magnesium, 
infused. It was a, it was a magnesium alloy essentially that they were making these handguards out of. Mm-hmm. Box, you remember that? How light that son of a bitch was? Oh, of course. It was it was the strangest thing. Like, I mean, it was a full size handguard, and so you pick it up expecting to feel that weight, and it. What the hell? This thing made out of styrofoam? It it was the weirdest thing. Um, huh. I can't remember what what uh what business it was it was doing. I, mean, I probably got a card around here somewhere. They weren't cheap. They were like two or three hundred bucks or something like that. But the other interesting thing is there was it was magnesium, which is highly highly flammable. flammable. Yeah. <laughs> so they but it was an alloy. So apparently they had they worked out the kinks in it. But they said still when they're machining it, they have special fire extinguishers right freaking there in case, you know, something happens. But um, I I hadn't heard that was two years ago or a year and a half ago. And I haven't heard um, really that anything came of that. I don't know. They're not the only people that that do those. V7 makes some magnesium. It's aluminum and magnesium alloy. Yeah, And a... Let's say what your twelve and a half inch barrel, eleven an eleven point one inch handguard weighs four point three ounces. There we go. That's what we're talking about. How much are they? Three hundred and eight dollars. <laughs> v seven is not cheap shit. It's not the most expensive handguard I've ever bought, but it's right there. Well, too, and you know, if you're if you got an existing AR and you want to lighten it up a little bit, you know, three hundred bucks, that's a chunk of change, but you know, not not horrible, dude. I'm, am I just getting on? Like, am I way behind? I so I googled V seven, V seven handguard, and the first thing that came up was this ohunt.com. And dude, they got M lock handguards that are twenty seven dollars. Yeah, I wouldn't buy those. <laughs> I, I'm not bullshitting you. You go to the Super. twelve inch one. The twelve inch one is thirty four dollars and ninety cents. I'm gonna go ahead and guess that's from Wish. Whoa, thirty four dollars. <laughs> dude, I want to buy one just to. Good products, good price. I use these on all my builds. Oh boy. Sorry about your luck, dude. Oh, oh man. All right. So V7 weapon system. I'll have to look into those. Um I've been looking, I've been looking all over the place for for parts and just trying to figure out kind of I don't want to look at every every tenth of an ounce for every part that I put on it, you know, but I do want to make sure. I do want to make sure that it's not an eight and a half pound gun when it's done and you know, I, I mean, as long as I don't put like a D ball, you know, like a Steiner D ball on the end and, you know, a one to eight power and giant light or something on it, you know, it's, I don't think it's going to be too bad, but no, no. you can keep like said, the biggest thing, <laughs> biggest thing is a barrel and the government is a pretty decent profile. So yeah. Well, Miles, like Miles says, go with what she wants. As she shoots it, she can change it. And, you know, she kind of, she kind of made uh, a reference to that, too, is, you know, she's like, well, you know, if I shoot it, I'll get used to it. She's like, as long as it's short and maneuverable and, you know, I'll be good with it. And then, yeah, if I want to change things, we can, which I agree with, because 
you know, as much as I hate buying parts twice, I've built a rifle out of spare shit I had in the basement at this point. So, I mean, it all works out. Yeah. 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 All righty. Does anyone else have any thoughts on this? Uh, Not that I can come up with, Box. I think we kind of... I think we covered pretty much a skeletonized receivers. That's really the only thing we didn't mention, but those are not conducive to um, to heavy duty. Uh, what's the word? <laughs> a duty, a duty gun. Yeah. Anything yeah. other than com duty. competition. All right. Okay. Well, um, how about we move on to your Hollison, Sam? Yeah. yeah. This bad boy is the uh, the Hollison. 508 TX2. Um, I have been looking for this son of a bitch since probably almost a year. Um, this was, I believe, this was debuted or this was introduced back in uh, Shot Show last year, so over a year ago. And I have been on the prowl for one for at least a solid eight months um, for this and also the 507K, another another Hollison product. Um, I was able to grab the, the 507K uh, th four months ago, three, four months ago, something like that. Um, actually, one of my customers alerted me and says, hey, my gun, my local gun shop down here in Florida has it. So I ended up calling them up and, and snagged that sucker because usually at, at that point in time, as they were online, they were gone. This one I snagged from a, a gun shop in Des Moines um some customers of mine they, he works there and he alerted me to that so i got one of these um and the reason i wanted this one on my carry piece that well this isn't my carry piece this is my home defense piece since when gun. do you call him a piece <laughs> my carry piece <sighs> boy it's getting it's getting rough in the neighborhood. it's getting rough in the neighborhood around here man <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I don't know. I guess oh, I don't Christ. generally call them that. I was just saying my carry piece and my and my home defense piece. I, whatever. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, it gets worse the more he does it. <laughs> uh, but anyway, this is my home defense Glock 19. Uh, my carry is a G43X. Um, but I wanted this one on here because it is so rugged. It's made out of titanium. Um, and there's a, there's a, a person that I, I look to, uh, Aaron, uh, was Aaron Cowan, Cowan. Yeah. Sage Dynamics. He does, his thing is, is red dot pistol testing. And he puts these things through the paces. He beats the hell out of them. Um, and he basically says if they're ready for duty use or not. So if they're ready for duty use, it's good enough for me. Um, and this one was one that, that passed with flying colors both because of titanium frame and also because, um, you know, a little bit the shape of it. Um, but the thing with the shape is RMRs have their shape patented, so nobody else can copy that. So that's why you don't see other R, R, R red dots using that shape. Um, so that's the cool thing about this. The, not, the other nice thing, it has a, a solar panel on top. So there is a setting that you can do auto lighting so if you're in a dark space it drops the light way down um, if you're in a bright space <laughs> outside it jumps the, the brightness way up which is really nice 
Um, as far as say in your house, say you were somebody bust into your house, the lights are off, you go on. And if you have your, if you have the brightness settings all the way up, you're going to wash out. You're not going to be able to see um, through this to acquire your target very easily. So that is the benefit of it. Um, but the downside to it is I did notice that if you're in a dark space and you're shooting out into a bright, um, into a bright, uh, you're inside out shooting there. outside. Yeah. Say if there was somebody on the outside of my house shooting at me and I got to engage the target, it's going to be really dark and it won't be hard to stand out against the outside light. That is one thing that I don't particularly love. I'm probably going to put it on a medium setting and just run it. I, I think I'm a little bit more comfortable with that. Um, yeah. It's a 50,000 hour battery life. Just change the batteries out every year. You're going to be good. It's also got a shake awake technology. So after 10 minutes, it sits, it goes to sleep. You pick it up and it automatically comes, comes, uh, comes on. Um, it's also got three different reticle settings, which is really cool. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar um, with these, but they have, they got the circle, like the, the holographic site, the circle with the dot inside or you can just do just a dot or just a circle and get rid of the dot. Um, I, I'm probably gonna run it with the circle and the dot. Um, I'll do some- More first. of an EOTech style. Exactly, which, yeah. which I really like. Um, this one is the red dot. They also come out with the green dot, which I have a green dot on my, another Hollison on my AR and I love green. I'm probably, when these come back around, um, to, to end stock, I'll probably pick up a green one and carry that. It's just green, it's easier to pick it up. Your eye picks it up a little bit easier and in, in bright than red for whatever reason, at least for me it does. Um, so that is also, I like the, the reticle options. The thing that I don't like is the finish. I am a finish guy a fit, and this finish sucks dick for cheeseburgers. Um, <laughs> It's, you're probably not going to be able to see it. It's all, it's just a matte black, but there's like right here, you can see there's like a bright spot. It looks like, it looks like, I don't know, like, it looks like a, it's wet almost just like in that spot, but it's a, just a, you know, and it's the same thing on the other, on the same thing on the other side. And the thing that really irritates me is if you look inside of this, this hood, it's not completely it's not completely covered. Like there's, you can, you can see bare metal, like whoever was, I don't know how they finished titanium, what um, finish they're using on it. There's several ways to do it, but whoever was finishing this particular one did a shit poor job. Um, but it is titanium. It's not going to rust. It's not going to corrode. I'm not worried about it. I'm going to run the piss out of this thing. I'm not concerned about that. I thought about Colin Hollison and bitching, but why? Um, they're just going to say, send it in. I'm not going to send it in. Um, yeah. So that's my only complaint with it. Um, the other thing is this was, this was over 300 bucks. I think this particular one cost me, um, let me double check. So I am, uh, so I am correct on that. It was, yeah. MS, the MSRP on them is like 430 bucks. It cost me three hundred and seventy bucks. Um, yeah. I didn't pay. Well, I'm not going to say that out loud, I guess. Uh, but <laughs> um, <laughs> um, 
so which calls into question this is getting awfully close to four hundred dollars awfully close to the range that you can pick up an rmr at but well and even the rmrcc like i just got an email a few days ago from primary arms they had a 24-hour sale on the rmrcc which mm -hmm. is the same size basically as like the 507 kit you know that's a real subcompact right. and that's an expensive son of a bitch that's like a you know six hundred dollar red dot normally um they were on sale for 430 bucks yeah so that's not but if you look if you compare that to the 507k you can pick that up for 200 right. um so basically now we're getting to the point you know this these are getting a little bit more spendy tradicons tradicons are coming down just a little bit Mm -hmm. But the reason I still will choose this is the is this picture. I do not like how RMRs look. I just I don't I don't like their window size. Yeah, I don't like I don't freaking like it. Um, and it's not the other the other part is I'm not a huge particularly huge fan of the company. Um, but it, even if I forget about all that, frankly, I'm much more of a fan of the way that are that that these Hollisons. I mean, you may not really like Trujicon as a company, but Hollison is Chinese, so. I know, then I'm, I'm kind of torn, um, but the reason I, I mean, started going, <laughs> I know, like... but there is some things, there is some things that Trujicon did that I did not agree with, I think was, I think was shitty, um, shitty on their part, um, I don't, I don't like that. So, you mean they sued a Chinese company? <laughs> yes, but for reasons that were I didn't quite agree with either. They but sued my favorite company. Mm. Well, you know, <laughs> when you were when Hollison started coming onto the market, the reason they made it and the reason they are as big as they are now is not only because of their price point was good, but their quality is is yeah, their is quality is stellar. Good. Yeah. So you can't just discount that. And I am a person, I try to buy American whenever the hell I possibly can. Um, but there, there's more things to consider for me um, rather than just, they're an American company, so that's who I'm going to support. Um, yeah, this is cheaper. Several, <laughs> this is cheaper, this is quality. I, I mean, like the way that... No, I, 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 I definitely like, agree. Like, like the site picture. So there is, you know... I will. You know what a big thing, a big thing that Holosun has over Trijicon is? The, I think, personally, I think is the number one thing that sells more red dots for Holosun over Trijicon. When people have to decide between the two, I think, I mean, other, let's discard price. The next biggest thing is that you don't have to take the son of a bitch off of your gun to replace the battery. Right there. Side there fucking battery. battery door. That I think is the number one selling point they have over Trijicon. Yeah, that is a big deal because I mean, and, and really, if you do take it off and put it back on, chances are, um, if you have a good mill job on your slide, it's not moved. But still, you're going to want to verify that. You're going to go want to take right. it out and shoot 50 rounds through it. So yeah. that is a huge selling point. Something I forgot to mention on here as well. Also. The other, the only other thing I didn't mention was there is two buttons. This is how you adjust everything. This is how you adjust the modes, the brightnesses. Um, and I was, my 507K was a Gen 1, and they actually have huge buttons on the side. Of course, Trijicon sued them, and 
This is why the, the X2s, the Gen 2s, have these tiny little little freaking buttons, which pisses me off. Um, I don't like these near as much as the big buttons that my that my 507K has, but whatever. It, it yeah. is what it is. Um, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, in a gunfight, I'm not changing brightness settings, really. I mean, I well, hope not. Otherwise, I'm in, I'm in a world of shit anyway. And to so. that point, and to that point, I want to bring up Miles' comment. I have a light on my pistol, so if it's dark, the light goes on, and the daylight setting is what I'll need anyways. Not a huge fan of the auto-dimming. So, I mean, that it definitely plays part in it too. So if you're leaving it on daylight bright so you can use it during the daytime, if you're using it at night, you turn your light on, you're going to want that daylight bright setting anyway. I mean, that makes a right. lot of sense. Yeah, it's a valid point. Valid point. So, and, um, and, and in all of these, honestly, it doesn't really matter what brand you buy, whether you buy, you know, you want a loophole Delta Point Pro, a Trigicon RMR, a Hollow Sun 507, Basically, they all have a, a really good battery life at this point. So it's kind of one of those deals on your birthday. You just go to your safe and you start changing everything's batteries out, you know. Did you guys yeah. know Springfield He's... Armory has started making our red dots? No, I hadn't heard that. And they have one that uh, has the 100,000 hour battery life on it. Does it have a grip zone no. on the side? <laughs> God, I hope so. <laughs> How robust is it? Fairly robust, or is it something like a vortex? It's more robust than a vortex. Yeah, it's and they, they're called like hex or something. They're not marketed as Springfield Armory red dots. They're hex hex wasp or something is one of them. Um, the other thing, one one last thing I forgot to mention. This does have a sixteen a CR sixteen thirty two battery. A little bit different than than typical. And um, the last well, and thing part was... Of that, part of that is getting that in the side battery door. Right. You know, the other thing, is, the last thing is the last thing is if it does, if that battery is dead completely and you are in daylight, you can still run um, off of this, uh, off of this solar panel right here, which is kind of cool, which is nice. You know, just at the end of the world, if you're in the end of the world, you know, and you don't have any batteries. You can just run off this. Just don't go out at night. Yeah. That's all I got. Uh, so there, do, do you know what footprint that uses? RMR. Is it an RMR footprint? Yeah, that's pretty much, that so, is pretty much the standard now. I was re uh, well, I think I was actually watching tactical toolboxes video about the grace optics. Um, but it was, it was kind of sounding like anybody who uses the RMR, the RMR cut has to pay Trigicon for using that cut, like a patent fee or some kind of weird shit. And so, like, that's why all these aftermarket companies, instead of just having it be a standard, these people don't want to pay Trigicon. So they're, that's why a lot of them are based on, like, the Burris Fastfire. A lot of these other red dots are based on the like Burris fast fire, uh, like pattern or the cut is the same bolt pattern and cut. I, I wasn't aware that RMR had a patent on their 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 cut. I didn't think that they did. I had never heard that before. Well, I mean, I I guess I don't know how factual that is. That's what I 
like that's what I heard on the video or whatever. But it, I mean, it kind of makes sense if, why would people not take the, you know, as far as like Vortex and all these people making pistol red dots now, why wouldn't everybody be using that RMR cut when everybody makes slides pre-cut for the RMR, when everybody makes optics mounts for the RMR, all, everything is based off of kind of standardized the RMR cut. Why wouldn't all these other manufacturers be using that RMR cut? The majority are like Swamp Fox. A lot of these newer ones are using RMRs. The reason Vortex um, and probably, you know, some of those other ones, they're around before. Um, yeah. You know, they were putting out and now they're too, too stubborn to change because they, they introduced their red dots and they don't want to change them. And so it is, you know, which there should be a standard. I think eventually, probably 10 years from now, you know, everybody's going to be using the same, hopefully, because all these different cuts are just freaking stupid. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I would assume in, a, in a several years, pretty much everybody will be condensed into one cut, I'm hoping, because they're all pain in the ass. No, nah, that won't happen. No. Well, I mean, like I said, the majority are going to RMR cuts now already, so. Yeah. Yep, yep. Okay. Any other thoughts? Um, Nathan just jumped on. Um, he says, "Y'all see HSB two fifty four? Yes, Nate. We mentioned it. We mentioned it earlier, actually. Um, that is the uh, the perm the constitutional carry eliminates the uh, the permit to purchase. Um, so yes, in Iowa, once this is passed, you will not need a permit to purchase handguns." Obviously, you'll still have the background check, um, basically the same as a rifle or a shotgun, um, which is kind of which is nice. That's awesome because that was that was definitely something that I was kind of you know that was something that I had uh, asked about, I guess, and that's kind of a cool yeah. change. Which uh, business wise, uh, it sucks because um, I like yeah. people. In here with permits, and all I got to do is copy and fill out their information right off there. I hate having to call in background checks. Thankfully, I don't do a bunch of those. Um, but you know, it's for constitutional carry. Hell yeah, I'm gonna, I'll take that hit. Um, but yeah, we were saying that's gonna be passed here. So call your senators and your uh, representatives, and let's get that song bitch passed here now, guys. So how does that? I guess people who have permits to carry. They're still going to be optional. Right. So you can still, that's still like a quick, yep, you're good to go. Fill out your information. We're done. I believe so. Yes. Is that, I mean, okay. It is, it's just optional now. Okay. Yep. And there are, there are um, benefits to having it. I will probably keep one. The government already knows I have guns. I have an FFL. Um, I will keep one for the reason if I'm traveling to other states, hey, much easier to uh, yeah. to do reciprocity. Um, I don't know if Iowa might honor some states that have constitutional carry and their citizens come here. I don't know. We'll have to check on that. So I don't know if other states would honor us if we have constitutional carry and we go to their state without a permit. I don't know how that works. Um, maybe Nathan can clarify. Um, 
but he says he'll keep one for carrying other states as well. So, yep, that that's my plan too. So, so I guess how does what if uh, you're a non-resident and you're in the state, right? So, like South Dakota's currently constitutional carry. If somebody goes, say, an Iowa resident goes to South Dakota, can they permitless carry as well? Or do you have to be a resident? How does that work? I don't know. I can't. I cannot answer that question for you. I would suspect. I don't know. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say without knowing for sure. I don't, I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> I'll have to do some looking In, into interesting, that. Interesting question. I don't know why they wouldn't accept it if they say, Hey, it's good enough for our citizens. Our too. citizens, it's good enough for anybody. Right. I mean, you would, you would think so, but I, I don't know for sure. For anyone that's interested, anyone that's interested, I put the, the uh, bill in its entirety in the comments down there for you. Nice. Yep. 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 So, yep. Yep. Pretty, pretty excited about that one. That's it. And the other thing is that I believe this one also does. Um, he says anyone can carry in Iowa. I believe this one also does um, give gun shops uh, protection. Um, there is a bill. There is a, a push in the federal level to open back up uh, criminal charges against or civil charges against gun manufacturers. So if somebody buys an AR, go and shoots a bunch of people, um, they want them to be able to sue the gun manufacturer. Um, being a gun manufacturer myself, if I painted a fucking gun, gave it and, and, and checked it out to somebody completely legally, it was all legit, 100% legal. If that person used a gun to kill somebody, that that family could then come back and sue me underneath uh, what they, the, the Democrats want these this bill to be passed at a federal level which is just fucking as absolutely insanity right um, so but anyway this i believe this one also does offer some protection so iowa is going the way of the way of texas we are going to be a new free uh the new center of freedom i'm pretty freaking stoked about it now so uh there's another bill that protects that yes um, I was. Anyways, at what point do we do we try and go for a uh, Second Amendment sanctuary state status? Missouri's there going was, for it, right? Missouri's going there for was, it. Yeah, there was talk, there was rumors of that going on this year, um, but I have not seen that 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 was introduced as a bill. So um, next year we're going to have a supermajority as well. Um, so. It wouldn't surprise me if the way that the federal level shit is going, it wouldn't surprise me that we start pushing for that as well. Here's fingers <laughs> crossed, hopefully. So, yep, yep. <laughs> you got to quit saying that. Yep, 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 yep. Yep, yep. See, yep, yep. Nathan says working on the two-way sanctuary state. He is he is a communications director or something like that um, for Iowa Firearms Coalition, which is why he knows uh he knows uh, what's going on. Hopefully, he says working on that. Is there any chances that's going to get passed this year, Nathan? Um, and that's my last question. Box, take her away. Well, we did have another topic to talk about, but we are over our time for the night, so we're going to hold the uh, Grace Optics M1 for another time, and we're going to be just done for the night. Um, I do just want to say. Facebook has really been throttling the shit out of these lives for us tonight. We are not getting near the viewership that we were before Biden got into office. They're just killing us. 
So I know we asked you guys to share us already, but anything you can you guys can do is share us with your friends in the even when you're offline or anything like that. We would really appreciate it because it's very yep. tough to to continue growing on Facebook right now for us and we would really like to keep growing so we can keep coming back and doing this and we like hanging out with you guys so we would really appreciate any help and, you guys can give us. Yeah, and we get to I mean we can kind of see how many people um, these reach and it's been steadily declining and our group and, you know, kind of, uh, people who like the page and stuff is pretty steady or growing slightly. So it's, it's kind of, it's really discouraging to see like these gears and beers episodes get to, you know, they're shown to less and less people all the time. So that's why we kind of push those shares, um, is, you know, if they're showing it to less and less people in their, in their feed and in their notifications and stuff, the shares sometimes, um, kind of notify people that didn't get to see it on their timeline. So, yeah, we're only reaching a fraction of the people that we have been, um, mm -hmm. speaking of shares, we do need to give away a sticker yet. We had two, two people. <laughs> and I just gave one to to Michael Antrim. I believe I just mailed him some, and the other person was Miles, and I'm pretty sure he has some. But uh, Miles, if you want some more stickers, let me know. Um, uh, let's see. The last applications. It's hard because you can't know for it. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Nathan's saying it's it's going to be a tough it's going to be a tough fight for the. For the 2A Sanctuary bill, but yeah, maybe not this year. But I know, well, I know those guys. Those guys will keep fighting for it. They're a good group of guys at uh, Firearms Coalition. So, yep. yes, yeah, sir. Yep, yep. So yep, yeah, yep. we gave that to Miles. If you heard me and you want some stickers, let me know. He's gonna ask for nudes instead, and you know it. Mm -hmm. Well, did you see that picture we posted? That was partly for you, man. The old nipple pics. <laughs> <laughs> I should post the uh, pulled back photos of that. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> okay, well, I think that's all we have for you guys tonight. Uh, we do appreciate... Don't point that gun at me, you, you crazy asshole. <laughs> <laughs> My finger's even on the trigger. <laughs> Okay, uh, I lost track of what I was saying. Um, we appreciate all of you that stopped by and hung out with us tonight. The few of you that there was and the few of you that shared us. Um, check us out on YouTube. And if you're listening to this after the fact, we do this live every other Wednesday night on Facebook for as long as we can. I know Facebook fucking blows and we hate it, but this is where we got to be for now until we find something else out. We also have Instagram, I believe. I don't know what. That's all that's important right now, I guess. YouTube, <laughs> yeah. YouTube. We we post everything to YouTube. Yeah, we're at YouTube. And uh, for anyone listening here that's new, we are. You can find the rest of our podcast on all major podcast providers. Uh, be sure to check out our sponsors, Shyworks, for uh, all your Cerakote needs and laser engraving and customized p mags and other fun shit i believe they also do glock back plates as well and uh check out ballistic imagery for photography and videography needs and also 
2A friendly wall art and even some that your wife would probably like. Uh, you can also get 19.11% uh, off a print tonight. The uh, I posted it in the comments earlier. If you go and buy it before midnight, the uh, crumbling 1911 print. So uh, hop on that if you're interested. Gears and beers. Yeah, that that's it. Thanks for reminding me of that. Other than that, I think that's all we have for you. I, I don't have anything else. It's been a good one. Okay, yep, Sam, that's thanks your cue. For, uh, thanks for hanging out, guys. We appreciate it. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks. Make sure you check us out on major podcast providers until then. And uh, until we see you next time, remember, life's short, live free, God bless. God bless the United States of America. And defund the ATF. And repeal the NFA. Seriously, that shit's outdated.